Hey everybody, it's Tebs Talks. It's the Premier Useless Podcast. Today is Thursday. Hey, it's later in the week than I thought. I thought it was, I thought it was Wednesday today. And let me tell you, I had a phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. That's a word, right? Phenomenal. Oh gosh, it sounds so wrong. Phenomenal. Night sleep last night. Okay, I'm gonna pass over that word. And I think I slept from 10 to 7, which is 9 hours of sleep. I think I got 9 hours of sleep last night. Now, yesterday I was talking, you know, yesterday I think I was a little down in the dumps, a little depressed, you know, a slight depression day. Um, I don't have full-blown depression. I'm not gonna claim I do because that not, what's the word I'm going for? That diminishes the actual effects that people with legitimate depression are going through. But, you know, people do have sad days. People do have more depressed days. And yesterday was one of them for me. Um, which is why yesterday's episode was just kind of a bore and kind of a sad, nobody wants to hear me whine. But I was talking about how there are only 24 hours in the day and I really want to schedule out my day and um, make sure that I'm doing the things I want to do and getting done the things I want to get done and really being on top of things. Uh, and I said, you know, with everything I need slash want to get done right now, you know, including work, dinner, and going to the gym, like those are the three things that I kind of want to make sure are done. And I haven't even gone to the gym yet, so I still have that hour of free time. I was saying, I only have five hours left in the day, if that. And then just depending on how much sleep I want to get during the night. And I think, (laughs) I think one of my issues for a while is I just haven't been getting enough sleep for a good minute, right? It's been a, I don't think this whole week except for last night. So, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, I don't think I fell asleep before midnight a single time. And then I'm waking up at 7 a.m. Now, if I slept from midnight to 7 a.m., that's seven hours. It's pretty good for most people. But again, me, I think my sleep pattern, I just, I don't feel rejuvenated after nine hours, or seven hours of sleep. But last night I got nine, and today I feel just a lot better. So maybe one of the answers to my problems is just getting to sleep on time again, right? Making sure by 9 I'm heading up into bed and then by 9.30 I'm, you know, putting my phone away and just lying down accepting sleep. Also last night I popped three Tylenol, so I kind of, it was one of those drugged up sleeps. So that might be an attributor. That might attribute to why I got such good nine hours of sleep. And it's not like I'm going to be popping Tylenol every night. I just had a pounding headache from lack of sleep last night. So I think one of my big... (laughs) One of the big answers to my question is, no, don't aim for the uh, six hours of sleep. Like, let's, let's get the eight hours of sleep... Let's get to bed at a reasonable time, you know, 
phones off completely, like actively trying to fall asleep by 10 p.m. I was doing that for a while and I felt good. So I think I really need to get back to that. And if I fall asleep right at 10, that gives me nine hours of sleep. But I imagine if I continued to do that, I'd be waking up at six again. And waking up at six is when I finished my book, first draft. And I still need to go through and edit that. Like that still needs to get done. So I think a lot of answers can happen by or I think I can get a lot of answers to my problems by just falling asleep at a reasonable time. I'll feel better, I'll feel more rejuvenated, my mind will work better, my mind will be sharper, and, you know, feeling tired does not lead to feeling happy. Oftentimes, right? Now, there are times where I get tired and a little loopy and giggly, sure, but feeling just exhausted constantly does not lead to feeling happy, so... But I I feel good today. Now, granted, that's before I get to work and before, you know, issues pop up and arise and I have to deal with them. But I think I was, I think I was doing really well trying to fall asleep by 10, waking up at 6 when I was, you know, right in an hour before bed and then going off to work, or not an hour before bed, an hour before I go off to work. So, going to bed uh, earlier, going to bed on time, like not being on my phone until midnight. I just, I got in such a weird mental state where, and I think another thing would be, you know, get off my phone a lot during the day. Because I'm constantly scrolling through Twitter and I'm constantly scrolling through Instagram and it's like not that many new things pop up and I'll hop on RuneScape for a little bit. And then I'll check Twitter and Instagram again, and then I'll, like, check a news article or whatever. And I'm constantly glued to this phone, so I think I think getting off the phone a little more during the day would be nice. Um, that's definitely going to help out a bit. And really, to be honest, there are so many... So many um, studies done and people's personal anecdotes that being on their phone and constantly checking social media is a negative for them. So people do like, you know, social media cleanses or smartphone cleanses and they just feel better. And maybe I need to do that. I probably need to do that, right? I think, like, social media, as good and as fun as it is, I honestly think it's a net negative for the world. But, you know, who am I to... Who am I to tell the world what to do or not to do? I can only do that for myself. I think those are two great answers. And then... Last night, uh, our, my wife and I were talking yesterday, and we're like, we probably just need to pray and read our scriptures again. Now, if you're not a Mormon or a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, you're like, praying and reading your scriptures, what are you talking about? 
I mean, I guess other religions pray and read their scriptures too, but... You know, that's that's a thing that we were doing at a time, and we were doing for a time. And not that, like, it, it immediately solves answers, but I do think it gets... It gets us in a better head state where, you know, we are looking and pondering these things and going towards... And even, okay, let's say you don't believe in a higher power at all. Let's say you don't believe there is a god at all. Like, even so, I think the idea of praying to a higher power and going through things like, hey, I'm thankful for this. I kind of need help with this. I think it's it's a good mental exercise, right? It's just done in a different way. It's pondering over the things going on in your life and looking for that mental strength, that emotional strength, that physical strength to overcome these things in your life. So whether you believe it or not, uh, a lot of people believe in like just the brain has an immense power, a crazy ability to, you know, heal itself, heal the body, the mind over matter type thing. Uh, you ha- you hear stories where uh, the doctor says, "Oh, you'll never walk again," but people are like, "No, I'm I'm walking. I'm overcoming this," and they dedicate so much mental power and mental fortitude to the idea of like I'm gonna walk again and they do it and it's like a medical miracle right or a medical anomaly there are those stories out there and there are even books written about how uh the brain is a lot more powerful than we give it credit and the brain's ability to heal is a lot more power than we give it credit so I think you know praying even if you don't believe in a god it kind of helps you get into that that better mental state of, you know, I can find the strength to overcome this. I can find uh, the emotional capacity, the mental capacity to overcome this, to solve this problem, to get XYZ done. You know, whether you're praying and saying, hey, I'm grateful for these things that are going on in my life. You know, Lord, I have, I have this problem. Please Give me that strength to overcome. Give me that uh, knowledge, that wisdom that I need. Help me find uh, what that would have me do. Those type of things. You're you're getting your mind into that state of a different way of thinking, right? Where you're, you're probably more willing to accept help. You're probably more willing to see something that you may not have seen. You're more willing to self-motivate. You know, maybe on that belief of, oh my gosh, I am feeling better. I am feeling a little stronger. And I I might attribute that to the Lord, or it might be just completely the chemicals in my brain are kicking off a little better because I've, I've given myself a greater mental state. Whether you believe one or the other, I think it's a positive effect. And, you know, wholeheartedly, personally, I believe that there is a God. I do. Um, I believe in many things. Um, Christ came to this earth. He atoned for our sins, that sort of things. And it's given me 
a lot of help in my life. A lot of clarity, a lot of peace, a lot of strength, that sort of thing. And I, I wholeheartedly believe that it is a positive thing. And it has been a positive thing in my life. And I know I've helped it be a positive thing in other people's lives, you know, little bits here and there. And there were, there were times when I was younger and I didn't fully grasp, you know, the chivalry of being a believer in God and kind of attacking somebody for their beliefs and saying like, uh, you're wrong because I know the truth and I know what's right and you're wrong. And because of that, you know, you will suffer some consequences. I've unfortunately done that to people, right? But I would never do that today because I've learned and I've grown and I have hurt people. And I, I wouldn't say I've done it in the name of my religion, like in the name of being a member of the Church of Jesus Christ, I say, if your beliefs aren't mine, you're going to hell. Like, I never did it in that sort of thing. It was like, I was just immature and didn't understand the nuances of belief and what being a member was. And, like, I was like, wait, but aren't you worried that you don't have the right thing? Like, aren't like, because I know so much in my heart that what I believe is right and true. So, yeah, I've heard a person or two being, like, blindly religious. But I hope that I've mended those time or two. But then, on the other, like, on the flip side, whether, whether it's 100% true... Like, it is the truth, it is life after death, heaven, there is a God. Or if it is just a really strong belief that's helped me in my life, I generally think it has been a net positive. Like, I can't think of any negative thing that happens because I am a member of this gospel. I am a member of this church. And I would I would love to have anybody actually come up to me and be like, Oh, well, this thing is a negative. Because I guarantee you, I can I can help explain something and be like, actually, that's not how it is. Or, oh, you're you're seeing this slightly wrong. Not that I'm gonna blindly defend everything. Because yeah, there are some there are some things that people can bring up where like that's weird, that's bizarre. But then also. Like, okay, let's just say Joseph Smith, he did some kind of crazy things that a lot of people love to say, oh, he was just a treasure hunter. It's like, okay, Joseph Smith was definitely an imperfect individual. And we are a long ways away from the times of Joseph Smith. Like, we are a long ways away. And in a lot of ways, we're a much different church than back then. Like, you gotta focus on these core beliefs rather than like, the founder was an imperfect person. Because current day prophets and apostles are imperfect people. I'm an imperfect person. There are plenty of members that have done imperfect things. Imperfect, immoral, wrong things. Like, 
God has only had imperfect people to work with type thing. Anyway, I'm rambling. You get the point. I'm going into work. Thanks for listening. I got a good night's sleep, and I just feel better, and that's really all that matters. I'll see you, I guess, yeah, tomorrow's Friday. I'll see you tomorrow.